Hey, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Two Cents FC. I'm your host, Amobio Kugo. Each week, we'll be discussing three topics from around the soccer world, and I'll be giving my thoughts from the perspective of a pro soccer player. This week, we'll be discussing a lot of things. Uh, I'm excited about this week, um, to be honest, bias, of course, but 2020 Golden Boy nominees have been announced. Chelsea's upcoming transfer window. Chelsea's upcoming transfer window. Chelsea's upcoming transfer window. I just had to say that three times. Uh, and lastly, uh, Marcus Rashford successfully forces UK government to offer free school meals. Uh, so my guy, L on the ones and twos, good, take everybody. us through it. All right, let's jump right back. Let's jump right into it. Um, so first topic, 2020 Golden Boys, Golden Boy nominees have been announced. Um, so if you're not familiar, the Golden Boy Award is an annual award given out by Italian newspaper Tutto Sport. Um, to qualify for this award, players must be under the age of 21 and playing in, a, in any top division in Europe. Um, so the current champion or current holder of the award is um, Portugal and uh, Atletico Madrid attacker, João Felix. Um, so this year, um, there's over 100 nominees every year, I believe. Um, and this year, there's four players from North America on the list. Um, that's USA and Canada. Um, and those players are Alfonso Davies, who's killing it in Byron right now. Um, Serginho Dest at Ajax. Um, Giovanni Reina over at Borussia Dortmund. And Jonathan David at Ghent. Um, so what do you think about them? Who, who do you think out of that, out of those four is the next to kind of like have their Pulisic, Pulisic moment? Oh, I mean, it's it's... it's... It's tough because it's, well, it's not really tough. Alfonso Davies is by far well ahead of the rest of the four. Um, but in terms of like breakout, I feel like Davies is like already known. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna give it to Jonathan David in terms of like having that like breakout, like okay, now y'all heard about me type hype. Um, yeah, I'm Jonathan David, Canadian. Yeah, Canadian forward. Uh, he, he's a baller. He's I'm not even gonna lie, he's a baller. Um, you know, good technique, strong hold up play, you know, does the job 1v1s. Um, he's a baller. I'm surprised, you know, the four North American players, there's none, there's no uh, Mexican players. Um, that's, that's, I don't want to say that's shocking, but that's surprising um, considering they have some talent. Um, they, they usually have some talent and they do a good job of developing talent. I'm definitely excited about Reyna, uh, the golden boy, son of the great all-time great Claudio Reyna, uh, Serginho Dest. He's building a lot of interest. Um, he highly rated fullback, can play left wing, uh, sorry, left wing back, right wing back, right back, left back, um, dribbles out the back, very energetic. You know, it's a lot of pundits, you know, a lot of pundits are like critical of his 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 defensive quality. Uh, he's more of an attacking fullback, but uh, to consider that he's not even 21 yet, I think he's not even 20 yet. Um, he has a lot of talent. You know, Byron's looking at him, um, and also Barcelona has been rumored to uh, be looking at him seriously too. So it's it's exciting to see North American talent uh, continue to continue to develop, continue to make their mark. Um, but yeah, Davies, he's far and far and away. Uh, he's been killing it. He actually made, I don't want to say he made Alaba move into the center, but he's shown well <laughs> enough where Alaba can be playing other positions and they're not losing, um, they're not losing like any, any rhythm into the Byron's game. And that just shows you like David Alaba, like he's 
last 10 years been one of the top, not only left backs, but defenders uh, in the world. Yeah, most definitely. Um, to that point, I have a correction. There is one Mexican, um, Diego Lainez from Real Betis. Oh, okay. I was, okay. Good looks. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a baller. I was wondering, I was like, there has to be one. There should be, uh, I thought there was going to be another. He also plays on Ajax. Uh, I think it's Edson Alvarez, but, um, he might be above 21. And to be honest, he hasn't broke into Ajax like some of the other younger players as, as seamlessly as people have suspected, but mm-hmm. yeah, that, that boy, that young boy from, uh, real Batiste, Yeah. He's a, he's a problem and he's a little feisty too. So people like love his game. He's fury. Uh, and, uh, he's going to be part of the next wave of young Mexican talent to, to make their mark. But I'm excited about Canada's young, young crop, you know, with Jonathan David and Alfonso Davies, they got a couple other players, not only in MLS, but around the world that are, you know, doing some big things. Yeah, definitely. Um, let's see. Who do you think's up next? So let's go uh, by position. Uh, you give me one one person on this list that you think is up next besides the four that we already talked about. Okay. Well, does it count if I even say like Holland as a forward? Because nah, he's already on. We already know. Uh, yeah, he already like top dog. Like, yeah. in fact, they shouldn't even have this award because they're going to have to give it to him. So let me see. Up next, in terms of, I'll pick like a second forward. Uh, here we go. Uh, I like. It's tough because I want to say Vinicius from Real Madrid, but it's like it's going to be tough to break in. You know, Asensio came back, Hazard's there, uh, Benzema's still there. Um, But I do like the young boy from Celtic, Dembele. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure how much he's been playing, but uh, he's a problem. Like, he's a serious problem. Uh, Midfielders that I'm excited about, I really enjoy – Oh, this is tough. You're going to put me on the spot here. I'm just looking through the list right now. Um, it's interesting. Oh. I mean, I guess you could say Phil Foden, but it's like, I feel like he's been in Man City forever. So it's like, if he doesn't break in at some point, you got to do the Jaden Sancho route and go to Germany or go to a team that's going to play you. But obviously when he gets his minutes in Man City, he always shows out. So I guess um, I'll put him there. Um, I feel like it's really important for him to like, really like make that next step in his career. Um, Arsenal boy, your boy Saka, he's been balling out with his minutes. I like his game a lot. Uh, he's he's a problem too. We gotta get him resigned um, ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Y'all y'all need to do a lot of things. Uh, defenders, defenders that I'm excited about. Uh, Eric Garcia has been pretty good for Byron, but um, I really like uh, I like uh, the Leipzig, the Leipzig boy Ethan Ampadu. Mm-hmm. Uh, every time I watch uh, him play, like. It's so crazy, like, the amount of talent that Leipzig has been developing in recent years. So, uh, so um, I'm excited to see what – see, like, his next step. Like, if he can make that mark to, the like, the next phase of top defenders. Yeah. Oh, oh sorry. And goalies. Uh, goalies. Who really cares about goalies? Yeah, but, nah, it doesn't um, really, yeah, it's only one dude on there. Yeah, they only got <laughs> one dude. <laughs> goalies could play forever, so it doesn't really matter about that. Yeah, for me, um, defenders, I'm going to have to go with my boy, uh, William Saliba. 
and I'm being a little biased as he signed to Arsenal, but I think he has a big opportunity to crack in. Like our defense is right so away. bad that he can, he, can, <laughs> he can come in and if he plays well, he can make an impact. He could be a star. So I'm really optimistic about him. Um, midfielders, I think I like Eduardo Camavinga from Wren. Like, oh, yeah. Dude, he's been dude balling, is a little man. bulldog and he's like super skinny, but he like is out there killing him. Um, who else for attacker? I'm going to go with my countryman, um, Ensu Fati, Barcelona. Respect. Okay. Yeah, I Respect. Think, yeah. I think he has an um, opportunity to break through. Um, Messi is getting up there. He's been starting games recently. So, yeah. um, as an opportunity to break through, but I think he'll, he'll, um, get sold before, before he really becomes like a mainstay at Barcelona. Um, you think so? So who do they sell him for? Because I feel like that's Barca's problem. Like they don't want to, uh, they don't want to develop because it's it's tough when you got like Luis Suarez and Messi, like top yeah. talent, Neymar to like really develop and get, get those guys the minutes they like they need to like properly develop. But at the same time, at some point, those players are going to be gone. And as much as you guys don't want to do the Madrid model where you just buy talent, uh, there has to be a method of like, all right, what's their strategy? Like, do they sell him and get assets that I like, can p- produce right away? Or like what, like, it's going to be really interesting. Yeah. Um, well, Barcelona needs money. So <laughs> yeah, that's true too. <laughs> I know um, there's been a couple of clubs that have been inquiring about, about Fati, like throwing him, like throwing him in a transfer, transfer deal. I forget the name of the club. I think Man United threw they had in. At one point, um, for like, who is it? I can't think of the person now, right now, but I know they threw their hat in, um, like on a swap deal or something like that. Something crazy, like something like outrageous uh, that was immediately rejected. <laughs> but, well, I remember that. I just saw, I think I saw it on Twitter too. I think we talked about it actually. Like, yo, you think this is true or what? Yeah, I think my boy is next up though. <laughs> I'm excited yeah, he, to see. Yeah, he's a problem. He did like he, he, he does. Did, he, he did work in Champions League. Like you could tell, like he plays with like a a fearless, like a a, a fearless energy. Like okay, if I lose it, who cares? Like I'm gonna attack you. I'm gonna make my mark. And uh, while he plays like fearless, he also plays in a calm manner too. So I, I like his game. I like his style. Yeah, definitely. So speaking of young boys, let's jump right into topic two. Um, Chelsea's upcoming transfer window. So this is your squad. Um, yeah. And they're looking to make a splash in the summer window. Um, they already confirmed Timo Werner um, from Leipzig. Um, so he's skipping Champions League ahead of his move over to go ahead and, you know, rest, uh, rest up and get ready. Um, but other players that you guys have linked to, um, Kai Havertz is a midfielder from Leverkusen. About $70 million him. on him. I'll um, take that. Ben Chilwell, left back from Leicester. Um, uh... Yeah, you got to keep you got to keep the young you got to keep the English talent. So if we can make it for a cheap offer, yep, I'm down with that. Okay, Nilil. Nope. Okay, I can't even pronounce his name, but all right, we'll skip over him. Yeah, he's he's thirty. Yeah, he's thirty. Like as he's, I mean, he's a baller, but I, I like this youth movement that we're doing. Okay, okay. Philippe Coutinho, midfielder, Barcelona, the journeyman. (laughs) <laughs> I, yeah it's crazy like he left Liverpool now he's a journeyman um it really depends if we can get if we can get Havertz um I'm cool with not getting Coutinho obviously he's a top talent we'd love to have him but with the way our team is structured now I'm talking like it's my team uh <laughs> uh 
Nah, I'm I'm cool off Coutinho. All right, I, I like this next one, Alex Onana, goalkeeper. Uh, from if I, we can make this happen, yeah, I love his game. Um, yeah, I just I I feel like we need a new goalie because the goalie we have now he's he's too. First of all, I don't like his attitude. Um, I think he's too me me me, and you don't really need that, especially like your back line, the guy that's supposed to like lead the charge from the back. Mm-hmm. Nah, I, I'd rather much rather have Alex Onana. And, uh, you know, just have a solid – someone I could trust in goal. Okay. We got Kalidou Koulibaly, center back from Napoli. Whatever he wants, we got to give it. <laughs> Bruiser. Whatever he wants, we got to give it to him. Right. Jaden Sancho, of course, yeah. that's not happening. Well, yeah. You don't think you don't think Sancho's coming? No, nah, I think his money is too high. I think – I hate to say it. I, I think Manchester United gets him, if anybody, in the Premier, in the Premier League. Yeah, and we talked about it episode one. Um, we talked about it episode one with Jaden Sancho about uh, possibly going to Man United. I think like sticking the knife in and turning it. That I I like that move just because I'm like I like drama and instigator. Like him leaving Man City, finding his way, coming back home to Man United. Mm. I like that. But if he was at Chelsea with the young guns we have, that'd be squad reunited yeah. with, uh, with Pulisic. Yeah, with Pulisic, with the homeboy from Ajax, with uh, Khaled. Uh, oh, my gosh, yeah. Werner, yeah, it's, it's trouble. It's like almost like I don't know how Lampard – it's almost a blessing and a curse because I don't know if Lampard can handle so many top guys on one squad, you know, where, like, everyone's going to be fighting for minutes. That's why it doesn't seem realistic to me because yeah, all of these dudes are looking for starting roles and you got exactly. Werner in there, like, unless he's going to play two in the front – I don't see all four of them getting on the field at the same time. So I, I don't know what yeah. position, what formation you guys play on like on a normal basis, but unless you're playing two at the front, I don't see everybody on. Exactly. Unless, unless, yeah. It's, Can Pulisic play the 10, though? He plays a little bit for the U.S. national team, but he's best on the wing. Like, that's where he makes his money. Like, dicing people up, coming inside, coming outside. Uh, Pulisic, I like him on the wing. It's not... Um, he doesn't have to deal with like the extra bodies and he can get people one V one. But he could play there. It's not like where he's going to make his magic. I mean, he'll still do his job, but he's better on the wing. Okay. So it'll be him and Zayek on the wing, Werner up front. Yeah. And I feel bad because homeboy Abraham has been balling too. So, but Werner, Werner can also play on the left too. So uh, it's good for Lampard because he can have you know, multiple options, you know, he can mix it up. And then you got uh, Hudson Adoy as well. Um, obviously, I think he's dealing with some legal issues right now, but he's still there too. So um, it's going to be real interesting. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Tammy Abraham, some players exiting Chelsea this summer. Um, Timui Bakayoko. Yeah, he can go. Emerson <laughs> Palmieri. Okay, he can go. David Zappacosta, Danny Drinkwater. Nice. Thank, you, thank you for your service. Thank <laughs> you for your service. Got Danny Drinkwater. <laughs> thank you for your service. Misi Bashiwai. Oh, see, so this is someone that knows his role. Like he's, I don't know if he's perfectly comfortable coming off the bench, but someone like that, that it like takes pleasure coming off the bench, you know, being a nuisance to the defenders, coming on, scoring late goals. You always need that in the team. So I'm kind of upset. But if you have Warner and Abraham leading the charge, 
rotating, almost like the Drogba Anelka days. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sorry, got to go. <laughs> and then Victor Moses, the veteran, the Wiley veteran. Yeah, the Wiley veteran, uh, Nigerian brother. Yeah, it, thank you for your service. Um, have fun finding the. You probably go to mid table club, you know, do your magic. But Chelsea, we need some young guns now. That squad going young. All right. Yeah. Um, so some players that are rumored to possibly be transferring out, um, N'Golo Kante. Um, Real rumored this at Real one. Madrid. 71 million. When you put this in the show notes, I almost, I almost was like, I was searching the internet. I was like, where did he find this? Because that is one thing you cannot do. But, I mean, Conte's done all he can. I mean, when Real Madrid calls, like, there's certain clubs that call and you just, you have to go. It's like, it's like you just have to go. Even if it doesn't work out, you say you go, you have to go. So, if Real Madrid's paying that much, um, hopefully we can, like, do it where all right, we take you guys take Conte, and then we'll get one of your young guns on loan for like a couple years. Uh, there's a couple young young midfielders I'd like to take from Real Madrid. Um, it's tough. It's, it's going to be tough to keep Conte if that's if that's a true rumor. Okay, Olivier Giroud is getting looks from Tottenham, entering Lazio. Yeah, I love him for his hold up play. You know, veteran, but yeah, he can go too. Pedro, right. Pedro can go. Williams and contract talks. Um, they need they need to stop those contract talks. As much as I love <laughs> William, William, and as much as he's done like a great service to the club, uh, this this new these new players that we have and these young guys, nah, yeah, we, we're we're fine. And Jorginho, so Juventus has offered three different players for him at three different <laughs> three different points. Like, sorry, he wants them bad. So yeah, sorry is gonna do whatever he can. Like, you know, I wish I had a coach like sorry, like just like valued me as much as someone that values Jorginho. Uh, obviously, Jorginho is a great player, but if we're able to get players in exchange uh, from Juventus, hey, throw in delight. You know, we'll take. We'll take him off your hands if the you, lit, if you yeah. want. The lit, sorry. <laughs> uh, but I'm just thinking to my career, like, I wish I had a coach that loved me like, sorry, loves uh, Jorginho. Like, wherever he goes, he's taking him with him. And I think he's going to get it. He's going to end up getting his wish because uh, he, he really rates Jorginho. And uh, we're fine without him. We can, uh, we can make some moves, hopefully. I don't want to lose Jorginho and Conte in the same season without having reinforcements. But um, if we could sell Jorginho, get a replacement and find a way to, you know, whether it's give Conte some more money to keep him, I'm perfectly fine with that. All right, cool. So topic three, um, Marcus Rashford successfully forces the UK government to offer free school meals during the summer. Um, So Rashford campaign um, on social media for the British government to provide students on the free lunch program with meals during the day while schools are closed. Um, so these food vouchers for $15 a week, 15 pounds a week, uh, will be made available to around 1.3 million children in England who are currently eligible for the scheme. They call it program schemes out there for some reason. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and this will last for six weeks in what has been called the COVID summer food fund. Um, Rashford himself benefited from the free lunch program growing up and took his so took to social media to voice his need for change and implore the government to make them. Um, he called on UK lawmakers to find humanity and combat child hunger 
Um, he is continuing his campaign to include meal coverage for all holidays and not just the summer. So winter breaks, um, any other like federal holidays they have out there where kids are out of school, uh, he wants to make sure that they have meals provided. Now, this is first and foremost, this is big time. Yo, shout out to Marcus Rashford for doing this, um, using his influence in an actionable way. You know, not many people do it. it. Like they like to talk about it, but for him to put actions behind his words and really help a whole plethora of kids, not just a certain demographic or not someone just, um, you know, not someone just, just it, for the moment. So I'm, re- I'm really impressed by him, especially at such a young age. I don't even think he's 24 yet. Uh, to do this is, uh, is, is really amazing, especially because he's been getting some backlash. Um, growing up, you know, I didn't have, I had the luxury of, you know, having food uh, for lunch and my parents would pack school lunches, but um, I know some of my, you know, classmates and friends I grew up with, you know, survived off programs like this. So um, for him to really step up and really make a difference, um, it's a, it's amazing. And it's a perfect example, I feel like, for other athletes to follow and follow suit and really show, like, yo, you have a platform, you have influence, you have the ability to make change. So um, regardless of how people may look at you, if you have, if you're passionate about something, you'll find a way just like you're passionate about trying to make the starting lineup or trying to make the next contract or trying to get the brand deal. If you're passionate about like a social cause or a social issue, uh, you'll find a way to do it and people will be willing to help you. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really dope. Um, and he got a lot of love around um, from, from various teams in the premier league. Um, they all show support for him and, you know, openly spoke out on social media, like, because this is benefiting every kid in the country and not just like Manchester, the greater Manchester area or, you know, wherever he's from, this is benefiting like the entire country. So exactly. That's what I love so much about it. Like he is in the entire country, not just like you said, like a certain club team or demographic or anything like that. Yep. All right. So let's jump into no card, yellow card, red card. Um, if you're not familiar with the segment, this is a rapid fire segment of the show where we get your opinion or we get Amobi's opinion on minor topics that are worth noting that maybe didn't make the major top three topics. Um, so let's first one here. No card, yellow card, red card. Premier League players could get walk-on music for subs coming onto the pitch <laughs> and for goals. So this would apply to the home teams only. Respect. First, before I, I know it's rapid fire, but what would be your walk-on song if you was playing? Ooh, uh, dang, that's a hard one. Uh, um, Top of mind, first thing, I had to go with Nip, um, grinding all my life. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I would think something <laughs> like that too. Yeah. yeah, but if I really had to sit on and think about it, I'd probably come up with something else. But top of mind, like first thing that comes to mind, if I'm thinking, if I'm a player if I'm, and I'm coming out, it'll probably be that Nip joint. Yeah, okay. I can agree with that. Yeah, it's either Nip or like maybe some like Mozzie right now, just because his album came out or like some like Drake, like, oh, like war. I don't even know, but um, I would give it no card. I, I like that, you know, trying to figure, figure out a way to stay engaged. And, you know, there's so many different activations you can do with it, especially now with no fans. Like I'm sure like some music companies or platforms, Spotify, Apple, whatever are going to can integrate something cool. Um, and shoot, make sure you uh, commission two cents FC. If you guys take that idea, by the way, <laughs> um, 
to do something. So yeah, I'm, I'm for it. I like that. Yeah, and the timeline was calling for MLS to do something similar too. Yeah, MLS needs to, I don't know if they're keeping their ideas in the tuck, but they need to, Premier League's showing people the way. Obviously, Bundesliga gave everyone a head start, but Premier League, some of the things that they're doing, people need to follow suit. Yep. All right, no card, yellow card, red card. Premier League teams wear Black Lives Matter in place of their names on the back of their jerseys for the first week back in play. No card advantage. Play on. This is uh, this is amazing um, for the Premier League to stand together. There's not a lot of uh, American players in the league currently. I mean, besides DeAndre Yedlin and maybe a couple others, uh, Pulisic, obviously, um, but you know, African American black players uh, for them to stand together. Um, and I know. Black English Premier players. I mean, Raheem Sterling, Danny Rose have talked a lot about injustices in the Premier League and in England. Mm-hmm. So for them to like speak out, even though you know what got everything started was in the states, uh, it's it's once again it's showing that sports can use their platform for greater good. And um, it may not mean like a lot, you know, just Black Lives Matters on a shirt, but it does at the end of the day and. You know, um, I'm I'm really impressed by what they've done and what they've continued to do and show support. All right, well, you remember like we discussed last episode, um, like Maggie brought up, this is cute to have to you know show this the show of solidarity, but what kind of actions are you doing? So, do we know if the Premier League is doing anything on the action side, like off the field? That's- that's a great point. Um, I know the players are. I know Sterling and Danny Rose and I mean Rashford, as we talked about earlier, they're they're doing it. But like, well, okay, like you said, what is the Premier League doing? Because like you said, words on a shirt, yes, as great as it is, um, action action always speaks louder. So, um, I, I mean, I still want to give it a no card because for the Premier League to do it, out of all the leagues that have yet to do something. Um, with all the TV money that's coming in and all the different like uh, voices in, or stakeholders involved. Um, I feel like that's a big step, but like you said, we need more. Or as Maggie said last week, and make sure you guys listen back to the episode if you haven't, uh, definitely need more. So, I mean, thanks for you know, calling me out on that. Yeah, it's a great point. Yeah, I'm also interested to see what um, MLS and USL do. Um, those are our domestic leagues here in America. Um, so definitely got to touch on them and kind of see what they're going to do. So do you, do you know of anything? Like, I don't know if you could share anything or do you know of anything that's kind of on the horizon on the USL side? On the USL side, um, because discussions are still going on about whether a league's going to happen. Um, that's like, we still still wait to see. I know people have been talking about it. I know MLS, I know some of my, boys have been talking about doing different things and um, they're working on some things. So um, definitely stay tuned to see what was going to happen on that front. But I'm definitely, I definitely think something's going to happen. Some, some, some sort of campaign, some sort of like action or call to action based on the players that I've spoken to. All right. Well, I guess we'll see. Okay. No card, yellow card, red card. Ronaldo not taking the first PK in Copa Italia final. So they lost on PKs. Ronaldo didn't take the first one. 
Yeah, it's always crazy because, like, I want to go to your opinion because the big thing when it comes to PKs is either you have your best player take the first or the fifth. So in the past, Ronaldo used to always – I don't know if he always used to take fifth, but majority majority of the times he always went fifth. And part of that is because if you take the fifth, you're the one that, like – it's like the winning shot or, like, you know, so you like – I guess you get remembered. Um, but there was one time when he, you know, he never even took a PK. So he didn't even get the chance. So they've been going back and forth. Sometimes he goes first, sometimes he goes fifth. Um, but I feel like you got to set the tone. Like if you set the tone with like a nice, strong PK, um, it, it it does wonders for the team camaraderie, team like team jitters. And um, for me, your best, your best guy has to go first. How about you? Uh, yeah, I agree. Like, I think your, your best guy has to go first, set the tone. Um, like that's where the killers are. The killers go first. The leaders go first. So taking it back to MLS, if this was, you know, Atlanta United, my boy Joseph would be up there first up, ready to take that. <laughs> yeah, hey, you know, you got you have to yeah you gonna <laughs> have to fight Joseph to not go first. Yeah. Speaking, oh, I didn't even give it a card, huh? Yeah, yellow yeah. card. Sorry, yellow card. Okay. And speaking of uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, we have a a, um, a listener question here. So from our guy, Karpal Dunkor, out there in Ghana representing. Um, Respect. He says, CR7 is the most influential person on social media. He never came out to speak about everything that's going on socially. Um, Messi posted a black photo, but that's not enough. It's nearly, it's literally nothing to me. Um, he said, top personalities are afraid of losing endorsement deals for speaking up in a certain way. CR7 has been silent, and it really hit me. Red card for me. Yeah. Uh, it's so tough um, because they, especially because they're international players. So, one, they can't, they can relate, but they can't at the same time. I mean, they both have you know, African-American teammates, African teammates, black teammates. So um, in the sense of that, they, I feel like they're out of touch mm-hmm. and maybe like, I'm trying to play devil's advocate and play like, like they're, they're out of touch. They don't know what to say. They don't know how to say it. And they feel like it's not genuine if they just make a post or make a statement. But while at the same time, these is, these are moments where you can like take an active measure to learn make take an active measure to get involved to take an active measure to use your voice to speak out on behalf of some of the players that you've played with or played against or worked with and help get their voices heard so um i'll definitely give it like a yellow card with the uh, with the very like next yellow card with the warning like you know when you get that yellow card and it's like your next foul yeah, next one you, you out you, yeah correct. next one you out um that de- yeah I, i'm definitely gonna give it something like that because um like even pep Guardiola says something and like there's been rumors of him being um a little bit on the racist side we can get to that on a uh on a, few, a later episode <laughs> at some point <laughs> do like a whole like a whole like context history about that but like you know the premier league's doing stuff bundesliga and like you got your two biggest world soccer talents uh one just made a post and the other has yet to say anything so um shit even syria did something like arguably the yeah, most exactly. racist league <laughs> <laughs> exactly so. like not including maybe uh, i'll leave it there 
<laughs> I'll leave it there. Yeah, just leave it but there. But they're, they're notorious <laughs> for for you know fans chanting you know monkey monkey sounds and throwing bananas on the field at black players over there. And even they did something to kind of show a solid a show for solidarity. Now, how genuine that was and how much of a PR move that was, maybe I don't I don't know. But even they did something, you know. Yeah, exactly. So it's like it's real interesting because like. Like, yeah, you have like the probably like st- stakeholders, like brands and like the teams and the leagues. But like, like you said, when the league say something, when the team say something, when some of your teammates are going through it, it's like, use your platform. I mean, we're not forcing you to like get like on the front lines or anything like that, but this is your chance or this is your moment to like really speak out for, you know, situations that um, affect, you know, players that, you know, help you perform and help you succeed at the highest level. Yeah, you know, honestly, I would rather him just not say anything, but put his money where his mouth is instead. You know, like yeah, yeah, help out sure. some of those young black kids in Portugal or in Spain. Like Facts. I know there's immigrants out there. You know, do some set up some programs out there, or even in Italy. I forgot, I forget yeah. he's in Italy now. So even out there, like you know, you have a high um, high African immigrant population out there. Like set up some programs, do something to kind of combat the the systemic racism that that occurs and that exists in Italy. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to post on social media even though you're like the most bankable and powerful social media presence. Um and you you saying something would mean the world. You know what I mean? Like nobody's gonna cut CR7 because he stood up for you know racial justice. Like he's he's worth too much. So it, it really it really wouldn't hurt him to, you know, speak out. But if you're not going to speak out, you know, do something on the ground. Yeah, that, I, I respect that. Yeah. So uh, obviously, if you're doing something like behind the scenes and, you know, putting your money where your mouth is, then that's that's more power to you. And that's, you know, the audience's fault for like not really, you know, whether it's doing their homework or just expecting you to like make a social post, because like you said, social posts or actually making like activations and campaigns and foundations and programs that actually help. I'm taking the lat, um, the, the, I'm taking the action over post any day of the week. So, so uh, it's, it, it, yeah, I, I'd, I'd rather have that action in, in place. So I, I, I mean, I guess that's it. That's a great question. That's a great question. Um, I'm definitely gonna have to have him on the podcast soon too. Um, that's our show for the week. Make sure you tune in next week, next Friday, every Friday. Uh, subscribe, rate, and review. It helps us get discovered. Helps us grow. Follow us on the socials at Two Cents FC. Wherever you get your information, Twitter, Instagram, all that. Tweet us your comments on the show and any topics you want me and L to discuss. Um, as you can tell, we talk about everything, no holds bar. We're not, you know, appeasing to a certain demographic. We're not trying to be, you know, Switzerland and play nice. We really, we really be talking about subjects on this, on this podcast. So tweet us your comments and, you know, we'll, we'll get to it. Peace, y'all. Peace.